Liberals have gone so far as to appropriate the English language itself in their terrified opposition to a Florida ban on sex education for six-year-olds. I'm Dane Hicks, and on today's Five Minutes in Kansas, we'll put language back in its proper place and give a real warning on words that can really hurt you, coming up next. The social media troll mob accuses Florida conservatives of trying to pass a don't say gay law, even when the word gay isn't even in the law. But they swarm people who use the word fat, even though fat will kill you. Welcome to the discombobulated, self-absorbed, purposeful ignorance that is modern liberal culture. The kind of indulgent entitlement folks in Ukraine are less and less occupied with lately. In Kansas, we have a reputation for plain speaking. We think of it as a noble virtue, but words that have meaning, as words are supposed to, should be free to roam like the buffalo, not fenced and foibled and flat out falsified. Liberals in Florida did their best to malign a legislative proposal in that state recently that would have prohibited public schools from teaching sex education, masturbation, and gender reassignment to kids in kindergarten through the third grade. That's five to eight-year-olds, mind you. They branded it the, quote, don't say gay bill with the idea of inflaming gays and gay sympathizers and lazy media who never actually read the bill or didn't care that it was misrepresented anyway to oppose it. They succeeded in impressing that brand on the mainstream media as well as companies like Disney and others who were cowering in their offices in fear of not being seen as sufficiently woke in the eyes of liberal America. But after folks actually read the bill and figured out the word gay never actually appeared in the text of the legislation anywhere, the whole branding campaign kind of went the way of New Coke, for those of you old enough to remember what that was. In fact, when people were actually apprised of the specifics of the bill, the results were revealing. A poll conducted for the Daily Wire News Service revealed 64% of 1,000 Americans surveyed said they opposed classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in grades K through 3 or at any any level if it's not represented in a manner that's age and developmentally appropriate. 21% said they opposed the bill. 68% of parents, people who actually have kids, mind you, supported the actual language of the bill. The don't say gay fiasco paints a good picture of the power of words and how they can be disconnected from facts in order to spread biased misinformation. Other words that could literally save lives, however, are actually banned because, well, they might hurt someone's feelings. Like the word fat. The net of it is this, fat people had a way bigger chance of being hospitalized with COVID and a way bigger chance of dying than people who aren't fat. But Dr. Fauci and the media and all the people who love to argue about what rights you should be willing to give up out of an abundance of caution spent the last two years arguing about worthless paper mask policies and whether you loved someone else's grandma enough to get a COVID vaccine. Instead of telling the well-known truth that obesity significantly boosts COVID's death punch, the website science.com reveals or reviews data available in the summer of 2020 that spells it out. 
an international team of researchers pooled data from scores of peer-reviewed papers uh, capturing 399,000 patients. They found that people with obesity who contracted SARS-CoV-2 were 113% more likely than people of healthy weight to land in the hospital. They were 74% more likely to be admitted to an ICU, and they were 48% more likely to die. It was no surprise for healthcare workers who deal with the outcome of our fat way of life on a daily basis. Obesity impairs immunity, leads to chronic inflammation, uh, heart disease, and diabetes, and makes blood prone to clot. All bad news for your health in general, but a combo deal for the danger of dying from COVID. America is fat. Some 40% of U.S. citizens are, and Kansas is in the top 12 states with higher than 35% obesity in the general population. Yet fat warnings never got the billing in the COVID beatdown the way other threat factors did. Being elderly, for instance, or God forbid, not wearing a mask or getting the shot. We seem to have no problem demanding that people give up their rights during the pandemic, but we didn't dare tell them one of the best things they could do was to lose a few pounds because, well, that would just be mean. The taboo is pretty clear, especially for women. When plus-size model Tess Holliday announced last year she was anorexic and in recovery, some people questioned how she could be anorexic when she's obese. She replied that they didn't know the science and accused them of trying to dim her shine. It wasn't about the health aspect, she said. It was about loving herself. Whether we're smokers, alcoholics, drug addicts, whatever, it's hard for health professionals to get a message across to us when our focus is on reveling in our deficiencies because we're all entitled to feel good about ourselves. Such ridiculous word soup is the opium of liberal culture, and it may help us paint a reality we think we're entitled to, but it won't keep us alive. This has been Dane Hicks, and this has been Five Minutes in Kansas. Five Minutes in Kansas is a production of the GPI Global Network, Garnett Publishing Incorporated, all rights reserved. Comments, criticisms, and $100 bills can be sent to us via email at gpiglobalnetwork at gmail.com or mailed to GPI Global, P.O. Box 409, Garnett, Kansas 66032.